All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Just after 3 o'clock, it is the Jason Greger Show. Connor Halley, Brandon Douglas with you, coming to you live from the Ewell Studios. The show, as always, brought to you by PlayAlberta.ca. The game starts before the puck drops at PlayAlberta.ca. New players get a $50 free bet when they use code SPORTS50. And remember, use your game sense when you're out there. The Edmonton Oilers in action tonight, taking on the San Jose Sharks. That'll be an 8.30 puck drop. Brandon, you got to be back here at... You're on air at 7 a.m., so you got to be here by like 6 a.m. An 8:30 puck drop for you is tough. What like what's the game plan for you? Do you do you brew a coffee? Do you like what what do you do here? Well, co- co- coffee for sure. I'm gonna have a, probably at least one or more two cups before I even leave the building this afternoon uh, to get keep myself up for the game. I'm not falling asleep on the couch watching it. And then tomorrow morning, yeah, it'll be uh, probably one cup as soon as I get here. And then a few more mixed in throughout the course of um, the day. Because it's just a, a rinse and repeat day, of course. Uh, different guests, different segments, uh, different things to talk about. But the timelines of the days will be the same. Um, so repetition is good for the soul. I, you know, Like I said right at the top, happy to do it uh, in a pinch hitter situation. Hopefully we can avoid a few more uh, technical difficulties like we had with, uh, with Rube there. But uh, you know, trying to run both the YouTube and the, onla- or the on-air stream at the same time. I don't have enough hands. And these, as Kevin calls them, my sausage link fingers, they do not lend themselves well to the, the fine-tune instrumentation of, uh, of an online YouTube stream. So uh, we're working through it, though. I, could, I couldn't even come close to what you're doing. So I appreciate <laughs> it because it, it, without you, 
we would just be off air and uh, I think there's problems with that. So big thank you for you for uh, coming in here, doing this, and then you'll be back tomorrow morning. So hopefully people will text in to uh, wake you up, give you the motivation you need. Uh, it is the Jiffy Lube inbox, one 401 if you'd like to text in. I, I just wanted to throw this one out there because, you know, Christmas is not necessarily about the gifts, but it is a nice little perk. And although I had to buy this for myself... <laughs> That's the way it goes sometimes. you got to take advantage of the Boxing Day sales. I, I wanted to throw the question. Have you ever bought something so simple that just makes your life so much easier? Because if there's any more out there, I would like to really get into this. For the first four months of Sports 1440, I have been using my laptop and not used a mouse. I haven't had a wireless mouse. I'm using the little pad on the screen. It's a, like a Chromebook, so it's kind of kind of nice that you have the touch screen with everything. But... I finally, you know, put up the $15, ordered a wireless mouse, and my life right now is so much easier. I can just scroll through things. I can sit back. Uh, when I'm now on camera on YouTube, shout out to those watching on YouTube, you probably see me like getting into my computer going crazy, but now I don't have to. The wireless mouse has really kind of revolutionized how I do things. So I, I just wanted to throw it out there to people watching, whether it is Facebook, YouTube, you're listening, text in one 1440 what was something you recently bought or were given that just simplified your life? Like made things a little bit easier. I don't know if you have any Brandon off the top of your head, but this wireless mouse for me, shout out to the fine folks at no free, no free plugs. <laughs> the fine folks at nofreeads.com, uh, which I'm sure is a, a domain site. <laughs> I, off the top of my head, geez, I, I too made the switch to a wireless mouse for my laptop, uh, Mine was quite a bit. I've had it since we started here at the station because I had it when I was uh, at Nate having to do some uh, editing on my laptop, um, audio editing, video editing thing. Much easier to use than the the little uh, touchpad type thing. So that's great. You know what? It's a this goes back to the farm. Getting an investment and it's a small investment into like a good uh, box cutter, exacto knife, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, one that you actually. It's not just given to you. Like every year we go buy silage paper uh, from our distributor. They give you a knife with it, but it's it's cheap. It's pl- it's not nothing crazy. It's not really the one where you can replace blades on. Once the blade's in, it's fixed in there. It's broken. It's dull, whatever. But if you buy one where you can either replace blades or the um, exterior is a little bit more ergonomic on the handle, whatever, it's, that's a really small thing that whether it be cutting twines off bales, um, loose, uh, loose paneling, uh, having to cut it loose after you tied it up because you were too lazy to fix the fence. Whatever the case, uh, I think a good knife uh, can go a long way. I'm with you. I mean, I don't really utilize it as much <laughs> as you. I'm not really the working out on the farm or anything, but a good knife. I mean, I, I saw it on Christmas morning. It could make a difference in the kitchen too, like a, a, good, uh, a good knife to dice your veggies. Yeah. That's, it's a small thing, but I mean, hey, good knives are expensive. Because that mouse, it couldn't have ran you more than like 20 bucks probably, could it? 15 bucks. Amazon. Best price. It's a great deal. So yeah, for those of you looking for a, a mouse, I, I recommend you hop on Amazon. Uh, another interesting story that kind of crossed us as we were sitting out there doing some prep. Uh, Aaron Gordon, one time, I believe, slam dunk champ or right in there, that, that d- legendary contest in Toronto, uh, plays with the Denver Nuggets. He's going to be missing some time. He required 21 stitches after suffering lacerations to his face and right hand. That's important. He's a basketball player. His shooting hand, 21 stitches, and he's going to be out for a little while. Kind of brought up the weird topic. And we've always, we always kind of touch on this every once in a while, but the weird injuries in sports that we've seen, like Martin Gramatica might be one of 
it's funny. Uh, it's it's rude to say, but it was funny celebrating. He goes down. Plaxico Burris shooting himself in the club. Trevor, was, Trevor Bauer, the drone. He was the drone. He was just dripping blood when he tried to tough it out there. To the benefit of the Jays. To the, yeah, absolutely. Chris Hansen, the old Jags punter. Jack Del Rio brought in the axe to treat, to you know keep the mantra, keep chopping wood. He chopped his foot. I mean, there's certainly been some bad ones. Um, Dustin Penner, I, I mean, we got in our YouTube chat, Penner's Pancakes. If you believe the reports, he was listing up a plate of pancakes from his wife. And, I mean, he only missed a game, but an unfortunate way for it to happen. There, there's been a lot of weird ones. Most recently, other, I mean, other than Aaron Gordon, David Njoku, he had the burns. Didn't miss any time, but he came into the game on the Sunday with like a face mask on because he, he burned his face. It's unfortunate. We It probably happens in all walks of life, but... I mean, to see it on a professional level and kind of have to admit to it and own up to it sucks when it's a dog because that, that would be extremely painful. But I don't know, Brandon, that's, that's a tough one to miss time with. Well, and then the Cleveland Browns in their like holiday uh, social media posting had, you know, all the big name Browns kind of in cartoon form around the living room and uh, David Njoku's caricature standing right next to the fireplace. And uh, Njoku himself making the comment on the, I think it was Instagram page saying, can't believe you guys set me beside the fire there. So uh, I think he's at the point where, you know, able to make some jokes about it and have a good laugh. Uh, ultimate warrior. Like I said, I think he did yeah. miss one game. But even still, when he came back uh, with, like I said, the full wrap on the face, and he's been a monster, uh, especially the back half of the season. So all the power to him. That guy's a that guy's a freak. He has probably benefited more than anyone else when it comes to a Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco. <laughs> Elite. Elite. Can't Elite. wait to see him in action tonight. It's going to be awesome. Thursday night football. Head down to the Canadian Brew House. Shout out to the CBH. Um, we Just the weird injuries. Not sure about this one. Miles says, hey guys, I heard of a guy throwing on his back, brushing his teeth. Might have been Brent Sopel. Alex the Great always thinks of uh, Taylor Hall, the warm-up, warm-up injury. That was, that was nasty. The uh, skate to the face during yeah. warm-up. I bet it feels really cool to play in the NHL and rip around in worms with your bucket off. But man, <laughs> that's a tough one to suffer. Uh, Taylor Hall, that one, that one definitely stands out. Cause I remember, I, I feel like that was almost pre Twitter or Twitter was in its like infancy and he'd run downstairs. And I remember turning the game on Taylor Hall won't play. What the heck happened? We find out it was the skate blade to the face. And then now uh, fleets texting into one, eight, three, three, four, zero, one, 14, 40 AirPods, something he, he acquired. I didn't think I needed them. Got them for a gift five years ago, but I haven't gone back to corded earbuds since. And fleets, the problem is when you do go back to the ones with the cord, they get in the way because you're so used to having that range of motion in front of you. And then you go back to the cord and it gets in the way all the time. I've been there. I deal with it on a daily basis. The thing like, <laughs> Here in the studio, we, no wireless headphones in the studio. No. Baby. You got to have that, uh, that big aux. If I did, I'd be spinning in this chair, but otherwise with the cord, I'd get tangled up in it. And it uh, keeps, you, keeps you grounded. I, I've never had <laughs> wireless, wireless earphones. I've, um, I've never really switched, but my newest phone, finally uh, one without a headphone jack. So I'm going to have to probably, uh, that might be my one of my Boxing Week purchases. I need a vacuum. We talked a little bit about that yesterday on the Frenzy. Yeah. And uh, so between a vacuum and AirPods, I don't know which one is a higher priority. Probably the vacuum, if I'm being really honest. But uh, but who knows? Maybe I'll, maybe I'll splurge and get both. I just will eat ramen for, uh, for a couple weeks. You know, I did see uh, one pop up on Facebook Marketplace. Remind me during the break. I'll show it to you. A friend of mine is trying to sell his. 
It's a Dyson. Nothing like some good value shopping on a vacuum cleaner. I'm and all what? about that life. It it works. It sucks. And it that's sucks. the key. It sucks good. Uh, it is the Jason Greger Show. Connor, Hallie, Brandon, Douglas with you here. If you are just tuning in, Greger will join us at 520 to help get you ready for the Oilers and the San Jose Sharks. Uh, still to come on the program. Of course, we have Mark Spector at 5 o'clock. We'll be joined by Mike Rupp at 4. Shang Pang at 340 from San Jose Hockey. Now, a lot of questions for Shang. Obviously, we have the news, if you're just tuning in, that uh, Magnus Krona will get the start tonight. A 23-year-old goaltender played in one game so far this season, and it did not go too well. Um, allowed four goals, made 13 saves. Save percentage, not great. Goals against the average is hovering around seven. He'll look to approve upon those numbers when the Oilers take on the Sharks. Also want to ask Shang about uh, traveling from L.A. to San Jose after the game because the San Jose, whatever county it's in, does have that curfew for flights. So, I mean, how how difficult does that make things when they're trying to get in for a home-and-home home or, a, sorry, a, a back-to-back games in uh, consecutive nights? We'll see if maybe they get a, a way around it or something like that. And uh, Bill Bender will join us next. Lots to talk about in the NFL. He covers the league with the sporting news. And, I mean, Russell Wilson with the Denver Broncos. I don't know how many people would have thought after two years that would be it. But it is looking like that could happen. And then, you know, jumping ahead to the draft. I know there's a lot of fan bases out there that could not care less about the draft. It's so far away. They got more important things to worry about. Uh, But, you know, the Denver Broncos, the Raiders, the Commanders, uh, potentially the Bears and other teams, they're they're going to be looking at the quarterback position. And now, now, what do the Denver Broncos do? Does this does this begin a rebuild? Do you try to find someone who can maybe fill the gap for a couple of years? Is it maybe making a trade? You know, the the Denver Broncos situation certainly got a whole lot more interesting over the last twenty four hours. So we'll talk to Bill about that one. Uh, one last text coming in here from. Graham, uh, the question was, you know, weird things you might have got that just made life a lot simpler. He says, battery maintainers on the farm over the winter, cheap, and everything is ready to go when you need them from Graham. You're, you, you know, you have some farm experience, Brandon? Yeah, only my whole life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Save the last four months, I guess, since I decided to make the uh, drastic career change into uh, sports talk radio. But oh yeah, little things like that. Uh, extension cords. Oh my God. You can never have enough extension cords at the farm, whether it be during the wintertime, making sure everything's plugged in overnight. So it actually will start in the morning. All the other uh, diesel engines and the tractors. Um, if you're uh, out uh, doing something where maybe you're not necessarily in your shop or, or work area and you're running long, uh, long stretches out from either the power plant in the back of the ATV, the tractor bucket, or right from the shop wall out into the middle of the yard where you're working on something, can never have enough extension cords. So it goes hand in hand with the, like the battery maintainers, um, booster cables, little things like that that you probably use every day and you can never have enough of. 916 wrenches. Those That's are always, it. they always go missing. I don't know what it is. <laughs> and then we got uh, on the YouTube chat, Reaper says EDC pocket knife is what went through my head. A great answer there. So the pocket knives, they're, they're handy. Good to, good to keep on your person. Let's take a break here. When we come back, we'll talk a little NFL with Bill Bender. You're listening to the Jason Greger Show. Connor Alley, Brandon Douglas in, brought to you by PlayAlberta.ca. 321, thank you guys for tuning in to the Jason Greger Show here on Sports 1440 and the Oilers Nation YouTube as well as Facebook. Connor Alley, Brandon Douglas with you. The show, as always, brought to you by PlayAlberta.ca. Good to have some fun tonight. The Oilers in action. Also, we got Thursday night football. 
maybe the over for Joe Flacco passing yards. I mean, he is elite. Why not go for it? Uh, that Jets defense, though, could be tough. Uh, as always, though, use your game sense. We're coming to you live from the Ewell Studios, where the world of electricity and sports collide. Stay plugged in as we power up your day with the latest sports updates, ewel.ca. Of course, you can always reach us at the Jiffy Lube inbox, one 401 Love those texts coming in here. We've got one, and I think this is a great idea. Boreal Bernie says, good people slash passerbys should all bring you some fortifying provisions and refreshments by the West Edmonton Mall Studios, at least for the last few days. I agree. I agree. Well, we had uh, Norman a Combine brought us some cinnamon buns once. That was fantastic. I mean, we've had some nice drop-offs. But we do this for the love of the game, Brandon, so uh, we, we do not require that. Uh, right now, why don't we get into the NFL report brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling, where the rates never change, no OT charges, furnace repair, and maintenance. Do it now with LegacyHeating.ca. We bring in Bill Bender, who covers the NFL with his sporting news. You give him a follow on Twitter or X, whatever you call it, at BillBender92. Bill, good afternoon. How are you doing? Hey, I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, glad you were able to do this. We really do appreciate it as we take a look into the NFL. And, I mean, the biggest news in the last 24 hours has to be Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos and all that's transpired. I don't know who would have thought after all that the Broncos paid to acquire Wilson and the money they gave him, the guarantees that he could be done after two years. Uh, What's the latest on this whole Russell Wilson situation and the Denver Broncos? Well, I mean, obviously, yeah, it's some of it's financial and some of it's maybe that this actually could happen. They were very disappointing in that uh, Christmas, was it Christmas night or Christmas Eve? I can't even remember. It seems like ages ago. It lost against New England. They didn't look real good. And, uh, you know, obviously it might mean that they've got their eyes on one of these quarterbacks in the draft. Right? And this is a very friendly quarterback draft class right at the top with – Drake May and Caleb Williams. So maybe that's in the Broncos' future. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and you know, even if you have to pay a little bit of money and, and there is a cap hit, you would have this rookie on their rookie contract, which certainly would go a long way. Uh, when you look around the NFL right now, and we, we kind of talked about it on our other show, Fantasy Frenzy, earlier on today, there could be a lot of teams that are QB needy when it comes to the draft. You know, I'm looking at the Patriots. Uh, we have to decide what the Bears are going to do with Justin Fields, but maybe the Falcons, maybe the Raiders. I mean, how many quarterbacks do you think could go in the first round of the NFL draft? All Although it is still, you know, months away. Right. Well, I mean, obviously, those two I mentioned are no doubters to me. And then you start to get into, well, what if Quinn Ewers comes out? What if J.J. McCarthy comes out? There's two more. And you'll see them in the college football playoff. I think Michael Penix will have a chance to uh, be one of those guys. And, you know, then you go from there. And you always have a a late riser, so to speak. Jaden Daniels likely will be in the first round as well. And as you guys know, I mean, I'm not telling anything that's rocket science here, but that position is, is not overvalued, but everybody wants one. So they'll, they'll probably be at least five or six drafted in the first round. Looking forward to it. Bill Bender joining us here from the Sporting News, talking all things NFL and the Jason Greger Show, Connor Halley and Brandon Douglas with you today. Uh, when you look at the L.A. Chargers, Bill, and their head coach search uh, you know there's a couple names that have been brought up Harbaugh to Michigan Bill Belichick the rumors have been going on for a little while here uh, who do you think might be a good coach for them to look at uh, to guide Justin Herbert and the rest of that franchise into the next couple of years here 
Well, I would say the Jim Harbaugh rumors are starting to pick up, and they will continue to pick up, especially if Michigan loses in this Rose Bowl a couple days. And part of the reason why is they're out west right now. And Jim Harbaugh, if he chooses to leave Michigan, um, and that you've heard about the rumored extension and, and not flirting with the NFL, but Chargers would be a wonderful fit. You know, I, I've been telling people all week, coaches with at least four seasons, Jim Harbaugh ranks in the top five all-time NFL winning percentage. Guys like John Madden, George Allen, and Vince Lombardi are on that list. So I, I don't think he would miss a beat if he went to the Chargers with the amount of talent that they have if that's what he chooses to do. Is there any other franchise that you think could make a run at Harbaugh if he, if he does decide to make that leap back to the NFL? Well, the Bears have been linked, obviously, but Kevin Warren, the former Big Ten commissioner, is the president of the Bears, and there is a awkward relationship there. Now, I always say, you know, the NFL can have awkward relationships, and they still work out. You know, Jimmy Johnson and uh, Jerry Jones had one of those. So, I, you know, we'll see. I think they're one. The Panthers obviously have an opening. I don't know if the Patriots would go there, but, you know, Robert Kraft is a guy that likes – having success, and some of that is predicated on whether or not Bill Belichick is their coach next year. Bill Bender joining us here on the Jason Greger Show, taking a look at the NFL. He covers the league for the sporting news. Uh, Bill, the MVP talk has been uh, very interesting over the last two, three weeks. It seemed like Dak Prescott was getting a lot of love. Then he had Brock Purdy, Christian McCaffrey. And then after Sunday night's game, or sorry, Monday night's game, uh, Lamar Jackson seems like he's kind of catapulted himself in there, obviously with the team success as well. Uh, If you had to rank your MVP uh, nominees, maybe one through three, how do you think it would look for you right now? Uh, it's, it's fluid, obviously. I think Lamar Jackson, I think Tyree Hill is in that conversation with what he's been able to do with that Miami offense. I know he's been a little injured. I think Dak Prescott still has some room to stay in that conversation, uh, depending on what Dallas does over the next couple of weeks. It is weird, though, that we don't have Mahomes. I, you know, and I'll keep McCaffrey in that. So if you ask me one through three, I'll give you an honest answer. It'd probably be Lamar, McCaffrey, one quarterback and I know Mahomes is not having not a down year but a little bit of an off year and uh, Josh Allen is making a late surge with the Bills but I mean you know this could be one of those years where if it's not Lamar Jackson one of those non-quarterbacks and we haven't had one since Adrian Peterson uh, could win the NFL MVP. Yeah, I mean, we, we do our fantasy show, Brandon Douglas and I, and that's kind of been a hot topic. We feel like we've jinxed, guys. We we were all over Dak Prescott, then he had a bit of a tough game. We hopped on uh, the Brock Purdy bandwagon. He had a bit of a tough game. So uh, it's certainly going to be an interesting race as the season continues on here. Uh, let's look ahead at tonight's game. And, and you know, Joe Flacco, uh, ever since he's come back, I mean, he's he's greatly improved the fantasy points when it comes to Cooper and Njoku. Uh, what do you think about him against that New York Jets defense tonight, primetime? Well, I mean, if you're in a pinch, but, I mean, chances are if you're in a championship game, you've got a pretty good quarterback in there. Now, I don't know how many fantasy championship games will be decided by Joe Flacco, but, man, he's had a great last month. Uh, one thing that worries me is Mari Cooper, questionable. So you don't know if his reps will be limited a little bit. I know you should start David Njoku mm-hmm. because he definitely has had a really good connection with Joe Flacco. I think that could be a little bit of a defensive game with the Jets. Um so I don't know if Joe Flacco's 300-yard streak continues, but, man, he is throwing that ball down the field with that offense and doing a great job. 
Yeah, it's certainly been fun to watch for sure. Uh, that game gets going at 6-15, Jets and Browns. Uh, just a couple more here for you, Bill. Really appreciate you coming on the show today. Uh, when you look at Patrick Mahomes, and I know you touched on him a little bit there, have you noticed in his anything in his game where he has declined? Or, or do you think it is just kind of the lack of receivers and you know drops and tipped balls in you know the most crucial situations that have maybe you know affected him and you know the statistics that he's put up so far this year? Well, the, the inability to push the ball down the field, you know. I mean, Rasheed Rice has, has been okay, and Travis Kelsey's had some drops. Kadarius Tony's had some drops. I go back to that Green Bay game when I watched that. I mean, he made some out-of-this-world throws that were dropped. And it's a stop-and-start running game. Hasn't been helped with Isaiah Pacheco's been out, and now he has a concussion. Um, so they just haven't put it all together. But for all of those things, we're still talking about a 9-6 and six team that is fully capable of making a run in the AFC playoffs. So that's why I said, like, I don't even know what to call it, an off year, a down year. I don't think all of this is on Patrick Mahomes because we know the tremendous talent. But that game against the Raiders when he has 10 rushing attempts, a lot of scrambles, you kind of know that something's wrong. I mean, Patrick Mahomes can't be having 11 and 12 rushing attempts in a game. Now, Bill, last question for you. i got to ask you. Jordan Love with the Green Bay Packers. What do you thought of him in his first year as the full-time starter? Well, as you guys know, I'm a fan. So, <laughs> uh, you know, it's been an up-and-down year, especially with the defense. But I think Jordan Love exceeded all expectations when you consider he's got a young receiver group. Christian Watson's been hurt. Last week, Jaden Reed's been hurt. Dontavian Wicks got hurt. Uh, the Aaron Jones has been hurt. The offensive line's been banged up. And here he is just making play after play after play. And I think the future is bright on that side of the ball. Obviously, they need to get some things sorted out on the defensive end. I think they'll beat Minnesota. And I think they'll have a chance to, to win an end if they play, when they play the Bears in Week 18, depending on what happens around them. So if the Packers were able to make the playoff, if they get beat or who they play in the first round, you, you couldn't look at that and say it wasn't a success. I I totally agree with you. Uh, Bill, thanks so much for doing this today. Really appreciate you coming on. Hey, you guys have a happy new year. Thanks so much for having me on. Take care. We'll talk again soon. For sure. That is Bill Bender of the Sporting News. That is our NFL report brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling. And if you want to give Bill a follow on Twitter or X at BillBender92. Uh, some texts coming in here. Jasmine asking about Amari Cooper. Will he play tonight? Thoughts. Uh, Brandon, you and I, we host the fantasy football, fantasy hockey, fantasy baseball whatever you want to call it. It's a fantasy show every day here on Sports 1440 from 11 till noon. And Amari Cooper, I mean, right now with the heel injury listed as questionable, it's going up against a tough defense on a short week. I guess it depends on your options, Jasmine. I mean, who else do you have to go out there? I mean, if it's slim pickings, I think you got to roll with Amari Cooper. But if you've got some good depth there, I think I'd consider looking at it because all these factors combined, it could potentially be a tough night for Cooper. I think Cooper not playing will significantly hinder the... I, I think the Browns win this game regardless, mostly because their defense is also very good. Like, do not be mistaken. Uh, this isn't the Washington Commanders defense that the Jets are going up against this week. So they're, they're going to struggle to score points. But whether it be from a fantasy perspective or a, just a kind of offensive um, output for the team as a whole... Amari Cooper not playing would allow them to uh, provide extra coverage on a guy like David Njoku, who is, uh, as Bill mentioned, really been kind of the top man um, or the most reliable target for for Joe Flacco since coming in. But after what Amari Cooper did last week, if he's playing, 
you have to have him in your starting lineup, I think, even if he's uh, nursing something a little bit. Yes, the Jets are a tough D, and, and there's a good chance that he will see their their top um, top DBs uh, on him in the uh, in the pass game. But with that being said, like he's he's an unreal receiver. We talked last week on Fantasy Frenzy about DK Metcalf maybe not getting enough love. I think Amari Cooper is kind of in the same camp. I don't. I, I'm not going to sit here and try and pretend like I think he's in the the top top echelon. Uh, of receivers like maybe I was trying to to tease the line a bit on DK Metcalf but I think he's right at the top of that second grouping of guys he's been at it a long time he's only like 29 seems like he's been in the league for 15 years already so uh, like I'm a I'm a Amari Cooper owner in both my leagues in the finals both weeks uh both both matchups this weekend if he's playing he's in my starting lineup uh come tonight I mean in like the last two weeks he's been good but before that he hadn't had a double digit performance since week nine I don't know if I I don't know if I like because the New York Jets six of their last nine matchups or opponents have been held to under 150 passing yards. None of those guys were Joe Flacco. Well, yeah, Joe Flacco. <laughs> it, it was a bunch of other guys like C.J. Stroud and yeah. uh, Justin Josh, Herbert, Josh Allen, Justin <laughs> Herbert. You know, guys who were actually elite and not just a, a figment of our our weird memory where we latch onto these guys that when they were actually playing. We absolutely maligned them and, and criticized them on a week-to-week basis, uh, as was the case with Joe Flacco. So uh, I'm I'm in on the Browns. I think they're a really good team. I think they're pretty much just behind the Ravens in terms of contenders in the AFC. I think they're a better team than the Dolphins. I think they're a better team than the Chiefs. Uh, run down the list, better than the Bills, et cetera. So uh, I, I'm big in on the Browns, and yes, they, they probably won't be able to run up and, and put up 260-plus receiving yards to one guy like they did last weekend, but I still think they'll have a decent night and, uh, and win this game pretty handily. Joe Flacco, he's got one of these. He's got the ring. A ring. Those guys Wait, you, you listed you, you, don't have You were have looking rings. at me doing that, but your hand was still below the monitor. So Showing I YouTube. I couldn't see what you were doing. I guess I could watch the screen behind me. Um, yes, it's new to me. I, I'm not used to being on the... Uh, the YouTube stream still so me neither you uh you you play into the camera that's not in my wheelhouse I don't know if I'm supposed to look straight into the camera I didn't get the training on that one but sometimes I'm just looking around I, I look at the people in the mall I wave lock eyes with the camera intently but then I can't read my liners <laughs> so I'm constantly looking down it's a battle it's a battle go to YouTube Oilers Nation and you can just watch me struggle to try to do uh, a couple of things here. Gregor makes it look easy. I'm still uh, still in the infancy trying to learn these things. So, Jasmine, we really didn't answer your question. I'm saying without knowing the depth of your team, I don't know if, if I like Amari Cooper this week because he's been just kind of a boomer bust type guy, but Brandon likes it. So send in the rest of your roster. Maybe we'll examine it and share our thoughts, and uh, we wish you the best. Let's take a break here. When we come back, uh, we're going to go out to San Jose. Shang Peng will join us from San Jose Hockey Now, as well as the NBC Bay Area group. We'll talk about the Sharks tonight. Who is Magnus? We don't know much about him, but we'll get some background. Magnus Corona gets a start for the Sharks tonight. This is the Jason Greger Show, brought to you by PlayAlberta.ca on Sports 1440 and the Oilers Nation YouTube stream. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome back to the Jason Greger Show here on Sports 1440 and the Oilers Nation YouTube channel as well as Facebook, Twitter. We are everywhere. Big thank you to everyone for tuning in today. If you want to get into the Jiffy Lube inbox, one 401 1440 is the line to do so. Also, you can book your oil change today at jiffyloopservice.ca. Of course, the Edmonton Oilers in action tonight, set to take on the San Jose Sharks, who are struggling as of late. The Edmonton Oilers, uh, though, kind of under those circumstances last time these two teams met, and the Sharks got the victory. So nothing will come easy for this Edmonton Oilers hockey team. Right now we're going to go in the room, brought to you by Next Gen Transportation. Congrats to Devo on making the National Bobsleigh Team. Good luck at the World Cup events and Olympic qualifier. A great success story from the fine folks at nextgentransportation.com. We bring in Shang Pang. He covers the San Jose Sharks for NBC Sports as well as San Jose Hockey. Now, Shang, good afternoon. How are you doing today? Hey, uh, pretty good. How's it going? It's going good. It's going very good. I, I got a question for you before we get going here. I mean, it is related to the San Jose Sharks, but I know flying into San Jose after a certain time is outlawed because of bylaws in the region. So when the San Jose Sharks wrap up a game down in Los Angeles and then have to book it home, do you know like what is kind of the timeline for that? How fast they have to get out of the rink to the airport and try to get back to San Jose in time? Uh, you know, I actually don't know the exact timeline, but I know that they always try to get out by basically eleven. So yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a quick one. Home hey? advantage there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I, that's one of the things we've always kind of talked about. But I, I'm not entirely how how it works. But uh, for hey, for the San Jose Sharks, if you want to get out of there and get home quickly, a nice little bit of a motivator there for sure. Uh, Magnus Krona, he's going to get the start tonight. Uh, he's played in one game so far this year, and it didn't go ideal. His goals against average sitting at 7.87. Uh, I believe he allowed four goals against the Penguins and a 10-2 loss. But a guy who's kind of, you know, he, he's worked his way up. Uh, had good numbers at the University of Denver. Well, what do you expect out of Magnus Krona tonight as he uh, faces McDavid, Dreisaitl, Hyman, a lot of uh, top ends scorers for the Edmonton Oilers? You know, hard to say. Really, uh, not much of an idea because um, uh, even with the Barracuda this year where he's had most of his pro experience, uh, not eye-popping numbers. Granted, the Barracuda, not as bad as the Sharks, but Barracuda aren't exactly known for playing uh, the, the most airtight uh, of team uh, defenses. So, uh, so yeah, so he has some, some, some experience uh, with that. But, yeah, he's, uh, he's, you know, he's a big guy, relies on his positioning, 6'6". Uh, with uh, one of the uh, better uh, nicknames for a goalie out there, you know, Magnus Krona, uh, big time. And so uh, if he if he does uh, hit the big time uh, for the Sharks, um, uh, yeah, he, he has a ready-made nickname. 
Now, what's the, the kind of the attitude been around the team with Magnus getting the start tonight? Is it kind of, you think, maybe a little more focus on defense to try to help out that young goalie? Or uh, I'm not even trying to make a pun here, but like sink or swim when it comes to the San Jose Sharks goaltending situation? I, I mean, I think they're going to try. I think everyone is aware of kind of the situation uh, at hand. I mean, it was a bad, really bad situation that he uh, stepped into. Uh, you mentioned that Pittsburgh game, but just in relief of uh, Mackenzie Blackwood uh, that game. And obviously a game, you know, they gave up uh, 10 goals that game. Then they gave up 10 goals uh, two nights uh, before uh, against the Vancouver Canucks. The first time in like over 50 years that a team has given up 10 or more goals in a game. It's not a good environment. Uh, So they're going to try. But the thing with the Sharks is that it's been tough for them this year to play 60 minutes of uh, good defense. Uh, just because the team is not as as honestly as as talented, and so they've had a lot of trouble with that, and so they're going to try it. Hopefully, uh, they can uh, make life a little easier for uh, for Magnus. Shang Peng joining us here on the Jason Greger Show, talking a little bit about the Oilers and Sharks as they meet tonight, eight thirty puck drop Mountain Time. So get that cup of coffee, and you got to stay up late for this one. Uh, Shang, looking at Logan Couture, uh, any update for him uh, trying to make a comeback at some point here? Yeah, there's no timeline yet, but uh, he has been progressing. Uh, he's joined morning skate. He's joined practices. Uh, not necessarily full tilt, not uh, participating every drill, but this is the farthest that he's come along uh, with his injury. Um, and so there's, again, no no exact uh, timeline, but uh, he, he's getting there. And so uh, hopefully, I'm sure they hope uh, sometime next month that uh, he can make his um, uh, his uh, his season debut. Now, when you look at the Sharks so far this season, Shang, I mean, obviously – a lot of people knew this would be a long year for this team. Uh, moving out some crucial pieces, Mike Greer probably looking at this as a rebuild. But is this pretty much on par with what you had expected to see from the team this season? Uh, I think if you could take out the 0-10-1 uh, start and redistribute the, those losses elsewhere, the record is about about right. Uh, I don't think this, this team was expected to challenge for a playoff spot. I think this team was favored to be uh, uh, a team that, that would have the best lottery odds or in that range. And so I think the overall record is about what was expected. But obviously that 11-game uh, losing streak to start the season, uh, no one can, can expect something like that. Yeah, I mean, it, the losses were bad, but also the fashion that they were coming in. There's a couple stretches there. I think it was the Penguins and the Canucks who just kind of, it's almost like a punching bag. Uh, they're just beating up on them. Uh, when you look at Mike Greer and, and what he has to do to turn this team around, I uh, just got their contracts up here. Uh, got a lot of guys kind of playing on one-year contracts. Do you expect them to be sellers sooner than later or try to keep this group together? Uh, I think uh, they're going to sell when they get uh, something uh, something good in return. So that couldn't be soon, sooner or, or later. I guess it makes sense to wait more toward the deadline because you might get better offers. But then there might be teams that uh, want to kind of uh, jump the gun a little bit and and uh, not wait until the deadline uh, to, to to make uh, to make their best offers. And so yeah, so I, I think uh, it's uh, pretty much uh, open sale for uh, a lot of that roster. Like you mentioned, a lot of uh, one year contracts or guys with two year contracts left. So yeah. Shang Peng joining us here from San Jose Hockey Now on the Jason Greger Show, talking about the San Jose Sharks, the Oilers' opponent tonight as the two teams meet down in California. Now, the last time these two teams met, Shang, I don't know if you had seen it on uh, Twitter or anything like that, but uh, our usual host, Jason Greger, he predicted an Oilers victory, and he said if the Oilers don't win, he would grow out his hair for the next six months. Now, that number has been dropped to three months. Uh, the hair is growing out. Um, if you can take us back to that game, uh, was it a case of the Oilers struggling because they were struggling, or was there anything that San Jose did well, in your opinion? 
Uh, well, they had good goaltending that night. Uh, Mackenzie Blackwood, I believe, uh, turned away uh, 40, uh, 40, uh, 40 plus shots. Um, and so I think that was a lot of it because if I remember correctly, Edmonton outshot San Jose like 43 to 17. Obviously, uh, the Sharks were opportunistic in that game. Uh, whatever chances the Oilers gave them, uh, the Sharks uh, put away. But I think that that was probably the biggest factor. And so, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see if uh, Corona can, uh, can provide any, uh, any goaltending like that. And anyway, good thing for uh, Jason that uh, he didn't make the, the, the bad dog bet and threatened to quit his job. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that would have been something because, uh, yeah, we would have all been in a lot of trouble here at Sports 1440 if that had happened. Uh, Shang, so what is the key tonight, taking on the Edmonton Oilers? Uh, the, you know, they, they've had slow starts in their last couple games, talking about the Oilers here and battled back in the third period. Uh, I think it's something they don't want to make a habit of, but when you've got McDavid and Drysdale coming to town, what is the game plan to try to slow those two down? Um, you know, for the for the Sharks, it's uh, I think cross your uh, cross your fingers and and pray. <laughs> um, obviously, hopefully, uh, Krona is uh, up to the task. Uh, not the easiest way to start your NHL career. Uh, coming in relief of a, a ten goal game, ten goal against game in Pittsburgh, and now uh, the, the 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 Oilers, the McDavid, Drysaitel, obviously, uh, the, you guys are hot too. Yeah, it's been a, an interesting stretch. Well, Shane, thanks so much for doing this today. Really appreciate it. Uh, I'll have to get you back on uh, later on in the new year. Yeah, thank you. There you go. That is Shang Bang of San Jose Hockey Now as well as NBC Sports Bay Area. Yeah, I mean, there was an old comment made by Junior Seau about how you slow down Ladanian Tomlinson. Not going to repeat it, but I think you could go like, you know, hey, how do you slow down McDavid and Drysaddle? Hope they had uh, too much turkey at Christmas, right? Like, they're tough to slow down on their own. Uh, McDavid, obviously, kind of after a bit of a air quotes slow start, found his game. Drysaddle has had some ups and downs, but you still see those flashes of brilliance. And playing with McLeod and uh, Warren Fogle, I think that's going to be interesting. There'll be a lot of speed on that line, and Drysaddle can hopefully you know utilize that and capitalize but we shall see that was in the room for next gen transportation check them out at nextgentransportation.com jasmine did reply into the jiffy lube inbox one 1440 asking about uh, earlier on will amari cooper play he is questionable with the heel injury short week jets defense it's tough but her bench is quite injured josh palmer curtis samuel and keenan allen she thinks she'll have to ride with Amari, and I think you will have to ride with Amari. Keenan Allen's got the heel injury as well, and Josh Palmer was uh, practicing on the sideline with a concussion. So I think you got to go with Coop. Yeah, that's an unfortunate situation. That's that's the thing about fantasy football. You can, you can parlay it over to fantasy hockey, but of course with this weekend um, being championship weekend for most leagues, at least leagues that have uh, brains in their head and aren't uh, playing on week 18, uh, that can be a whole other conversation in and of itself. But you, you can be the best team all year long, roll your way to the first round of playoffs, and then uh, a couple bad injuries hit you. And I... I was lucky to get by, but like anybody that had CJ Stroud carrying their team uh, as he did for most of the season and then uh, misses the the first week of playoffs last week. And then if, even if he managed to get through that, misses a second week with a concussion, I wouldn't be surprised if that ended up sinking a ton of people's rosters. Uh, even without Tank Dell, I'm sure he would have still been a pretty uh, solid start uh, for that Houston team. Maybe mm-hmm. not against the Browns this past weekend, but 
uh, digressing back, yeah, in, injuries are the worst, and, and it can sink a fantasy team in a matter of a matter of a couple weeks, and it's tough to recover from it. So, uh, Jasmine, you have my sympathies, but hey, we're, let's ride together. Uh, I'll have Amari, Amari Cooper out there with both my squads once again. Got to keep close tabs, as close to game time as possible. Make sure that he is, in fact, you know, taking warm ups and going to be on the field for tonight's game against the Jets. Yeah, I mean, and I'm just envious that you guys are still playing fantasy football. You've been out for years, Connor. You haven't... Well, yeah. I mean, uh, exaggeration. I mean, I did go to a bunch of league championships back to back to back. But, yeah, it's felt like years. It's felt like a long time. Since yeah, th- this this season's playoff race, uh, you were officially eliminated, what, uh, by Canadian Thanksgiving? Mm, give or take. Give or take. <laughs> it was a slow start. I uh, Yeah, the, the injuries that Jasmine has, I kind of had that throughout the entirety of the season. Not to make excuses, just... But that's your, that's, I'm not one to make excuses, but if I were, this would be my excuse that it, uh, my team devastatingly injured. It would be facts. It would be facts. Uh, obviously, that game's going to be an interesting one. Jets and Browns. The Browns deserve a lot of respect, though. Like, for what they've I been able to do. I don't think they are getting enough credit. No, and I mean, do I think that Elite Joe Flacco is going to carry this team on a run in the playoffs? Maybe. You know what? He's fresh. He's only had to play, what, three games so far? Yeah, I, I think I sounded like I was going to say no. But then, like, the Bills are so up and down. The Chiefs are so up and down. The Ravens have been on a good run. But who knows? Like, maybe they'll lose this week and we'll start to question it, them. It, it is kind of the time of year where Lamar, like, he's actually last. It's actually going, it should have been a week or two ago that Lamar Jackson all of a sudden has some sort of injury that holds him out the final few weeks of the season. And if he plays in the playoff game, he might not be at full health. So uh, that I think that's always lingering in the back of the, the minds of Ravens fans because, yes, Lamar is dynamic as they come, but as a result, uh, that risk for injury always a little bit more, whether it be when he's taking off for a run, um, the willingness to hold the ball in the pocket, things like that. So um, that's always lingering. But, yeah, to me, the Ravens are top of the power rankings at the, in the AFC, and it's um, it's they're clearly number one. But the Browns, I think, are also, for me, a pretty clear number two because of how good they've been on both sides of the football. Other than that, I think the Bills are probably the team that scares me the most next. I'm not afraid of the Dolphins, um, and I am not because, and I have no reason to be. Their defense is good. Like It's not exactly like they're just going to score 70 points every week and try and win 70 to 60. That's not the team. But um, outside of that, there's not really another team in the AFC that uh, gives me the, the heebie-jeebies. The AFC South... It, it's it's not as bad as we thought it would be, but I'll tell you this, that doesn't mean it's good. <laughs> no, no, for sure. And, you know, you, you just look at that division with uh, Deshaun Watson when he's healthy, up in the air, we'll see. But you've got Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson. If you're the Pittsburgh Steelers, you're so well coached, you've got a good defense, do you have to cut bait with Kenny Pickett? Like, is he showing you enough that he can be the guy? Because you're going to be right in that mediocrity phase where, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll fight for a playoff spot and we'll we'll be close, but... Can we beat Lamar Jackson? Can we beat Joe Burrow? I'm interested to see. This quarterback conversation, which has realistically extended across every uh, portion of the program today on Sports 1440, we talked about it with Kevin. We talked about it on Fantasy Frenzy. I'm sure Brad and uh, Marty dipped in on it during the lowdown. Of all that stuff, I think this is the first time that the Steelers and Kenny Pickett have come up just to join (laughs) that laundry list of other teams that we have discussed that uh, who is going to be their starting quarterback next year? Do they bring in a... uh, a veteran to try and push Pickett more? Do they completely cut bait and try and start anew? Is Mason Rudolph the guy, question mark? I don't think so, but he sure looked good uh, this past weekend. So, um, yeah, it's like I said right at the top of the show, 
It is crazy. It's been a wild NFL season, and I've enjoyed pretty well every uh, every bit of it, minus the tank down and CJ Stroud injuries. Chomsker is in the Jiffy Lube inbox. one 1440 If the Browns are on the road, Flacco will win. It's in Cleveland. So does that mean the Browns will lose? We'll find out. Um, yeah, Joe Flacco's playoff run a couple of years ago. He was elite. And then Ed from Comox. Comox? That's how you pronounce Comox, that, right? BC, yeah. I'm not too familiar with BC. I'll have to take some research here. But he out, says, out on the island. Isn't it? Okay. I've only been to the island once. Beautiful out there. Uh, Oilers fan in BC. The Oilers and the Canucks have switched positions. The Oilers are now f- where the Canucks were last year, finding it very hard to make up ground. The Canucks played 600 plus hockey after their coaching change last year still couldn't make it ran out of runway yeah the Oilers definitely made that coaching move earlier hoping to spark the change uh, last year man that was that was tough to watch with Bruce Boudreaux just you know knowing he was going to get fired but having to show up night in night out that was a tough situation but yeah I mean that that kind of shows you why if you feel like you have to make a move and you're a GM you make that move you don't delay it because Eventually, you will run out of time. Chomskers does clarify in the playoffs. Joe Flacco on the road will win. Well, yeah, I mean, he'll probably have to go on the road. Ravens likely have that division wrapped up. I would uh, I would think the Browns are probably uh, pretty comfortably in that five seed and it come a couple weeks' time when the playoffs get going. And uh, as a result of that, there is a situation where we could end up seeing an all-AFC North uh, championship game on January 28th uh, with Ravens and Browns. And I, I, like I said, I think those are the two best teams. I would love to see them uh, meet up in the playoffs. Even, even if it does end up being in the uh, the divisional round uh, rather than the championship game, I'd still love to see it all the same. Yeah, and I mean, you look at the, the Browns. Are they a team that could go into a Kansas City, a Buffalo, wherever it might be, and win? I mean, they do have that solid defense, right? Miles Garrett might be the best defensive player in the football. The good thing for them is they're going to have to go into one of – Jacksonville, Indianapolis, or even possibly Houston. Yeah, quite nice. Actually, uh, I don't. Can Houston still win the division? I think they can technically, uh, but they they'd have to. They I think it's more likely they probably have a win in endgame uh, in week seventeen or pardon me, week eighteen versus the Colts. But either way, probably going to be a uh, a Indy or Jacksonville uh, four seed, and as a result, uh, that's who the Browns would play. I think they can easily win that road game. Joe Flacco needs to limit the interceptions he's thrown five in his last couple games we'll see if that continues tonight but how many touchdowns connor five oh not a great ratio on the season though 10 to 7 also not great not amazing (laughs) he's a gunslinger you get that good defense chomsker says i've got miami cleveland in the afc final that would certainly be something Uh, we'll take a break when we come back we'll hear from mike rupp former nhler current nhl network analyst also covers the uh, pittsburgh penguins as the color commentator we'll hear the ski report with our very own brandon douglas also we'll get to five questions later on mark specter of roger sportsnet jason greger the host of this show and Oilers Nation. And uh, we'll get to the lines as well. Maybe hear some Oilers audio before we wrap up on the Jason Greger show. Thursday, December 28th edition. I'm Connor Halley. He is Brandon Douglas. And as always, the show is brought to you by PlayAlberta.ca. Right now, though, we will get to a sports update brought to you by Fountain Tire. Fountain Tire is more than just tires. They offer a wide range of auto repair and services from their expert mechanics. Visit FountainTire.com to see all the mechanical services they offer. Here is Brandon Douglas. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 